episode 80. We made it to 80. We're in the eights now. That's pretty exciting. I think I said this to, on the episode last week that like somebody was like, wow, you guys have sure recorded a lot of episodes. I'm trying to figure out where, where we'll be when we hit 100. You talk and I'll, I'll count. <laughs> Did you have any feedback from last week's episode? The nutrition one that we did? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I don't think I did. You didn't? You did not? I need to confirm that from... I, the, nothing jumps out at me. The one usual person who... <laughs> um, I oh. did... Yeah, go. Oh, no, this is the one with etiquette. Oh, yeah, that one still is getting some... Like I still hear comments in class. Yeah, so that's good that it resonated I'm with everybody. Happy. And I also think like more topics came up after that. And people were like, I guess you need to do a part two. But I can't even remember what they were now. What else would we add to that? Part yeah, two. Thing. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to archive that one. I th- yeah, there was stuff that came up. And I was like, oh, shoot, we should have talked about that. This week, though, or did you find out where we are? That's 20 weeks from now. That's almost at the end of the year. No, it's not. It's August 18th. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Math is hard. That's 20 weeks. Holy cow. 19 weeks, I guess, because this will be 80. Hey, this week, we're going the the coaching route. We're going to talk coach stuff. We've done a lot on nutrition, we've done a lot on mindset. We covered some stuff about actual classes and like just being in the gym. And we haven't really touched on coaching in a while. And again, arguably we've got new people and not all of them know what we do in terms of coaching. Yeah. So I thought I thought today would be a good opportunity to just like, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody and we were talking about um us the Sunday coach development sessions that we do. Um, We used to do them bi-weekly and right now we're running monthly, but, and they were like, wow, like I didn't know that you guys like put so much into it, you know, like it's a craft. It really, it truly is. Yeah. And it takes practice and reps and exposure, you know, to kind of like bring it all together. And my favorite part about it, and I mean, in other areas of my life where I like do the exact same type of thing is like, you can never be perfect at it, right? Like you can always be improving much like CrossFit in general. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what's rewarding about it. Like if you have the mindset to look at it that way, right? Like you, it can be super frustrating, but like it is a very rewarding career. Should I say, like, if I say it that way, but like there's always something to work on, always something to be better at. What is your favorite or like, what's the most rewarding thing for you? Ooh, you're on the question seat now. Like outside of like making athletes better, like outside of that, like in terms of like the craft itself. Open-ended question. (laughs) I don't like it, but I threw it back to you as a question. I think like as a craft, I think finding ways to be better at what I do, like whether that be 
can I coach a movement better? Can I deliver my whiteboard brief better? Yeah, just like there's always something that can be done differently and better. And I, I just think in general, I enjoy that. And maybe that comes from my ballet background, like the striving for perfection. Like, I think I just enjoy that that is still part of my, part of my daily life. I'm not the question asker. <laughs> what do you like about coaching? <laughs> um, I, I mean, the obvious, like you said, just like promoting that change or like helping that person achieve that mm -hmm. improvement or like that life changing, whatever it is from something that you have done. Um, honestly, like I enjoy just the conversations and like, just, this is going to sound funny, but like being in that one-on-one -on -one environment where you have such like a person who's like almost in like a vulnerable state with you, you know, and you have that much impact on them. That part is rewarding to me. And then also like, I enjoy the challenge of always trying to get better. And that's just a common theme in my life and everything mm -hmm. I do. But, um, I want us to have a super high quality product out there as coaches and the amount of like work that that takes, like, that's my favorite thing. Like I, I love trying to, can I word things differently? Can I demo differently? Like if, I mean, when I find somebody that struggles with a deadlift, because I struggle to teach the deadlift and do the deadlift. I was just having a conversation with one of our interns last night is like, that's fun for me is like trying to problem solve how am I going to get this person to like pick this thing up off the floor when their technique is so messed up? <laughs> and you mean that in the nicest way. Probably. Yeah. 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 Like I enjoy that challenge. Right. And then like, when you do get them to do that thing, it's so, it feels like the accomplishment feeling for both them, but like you as a coach, like that's super exciting to me. Yeah. It's rewarding in, in many, many ways. I enjoy the different layers of it too. You know, like when I look back from like where I first started and like, as we kind of like got more professional in the last couple of years, like the layers that our coaching took on, like I enjoy that it has layers, you know, and that we yes. push our coaches through those layers and challenge them in that way. Like layers, but it also has expectations now. And I would say that even when I first started the expectations we're different. Yeah. Right. And, and like you said, professional, like the expectations we have now are of a professional standard and quality. And well, everything, like it's a professional environment now, you yeah. know, it's not just a hobby business. It's the standards and the expectations, like you said, are high. Mm -hmm. So when you had this conversation with the person about the Sunday things, like what did they find so interesting? Like, just the fact that a, we all got together you know, outside of classes and like as a staff, we problem solved. And the fact that we were just putting in all of this extra work, you know, I think some people like think about their own day jobs and maybe they just go to like a nine to five and not necessarily like putting in extra work to be better at their jobs. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I'm not saying that nobody does or whatever. It's just, 
it's not always like a requirement yeah right like yeah. you can sometimes just get by with going in from nine to five and do a great job at your job yeah function punch out type it. of thing and I, I the kind of the tone in this conversation was like they were impressed you know that built confidence in them with our staff more than they already had but you know, to know that our staff are actively continuing to pursue their education and their experience and mm -hmm. bring a better product to the, the to our clients. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's a great conversation to have and to know that they feel that way. Yeah. And, I and for them to know also, right? Like it's important that our clients know that we care about them enough to go these extra steps and put this extra work in. Yeah. And I think aside from like working on our craft, it's also a time for us to like, make sure we're all on the same page with members. Like we spend probably a good half hour talking about members in our Sunday gatherings. Like, how's this person doing? Or I'm concerned about this person. Or like, I had this person, like what happened with them in your class? Like we spend a solid amount of time just kind of like going over the membership to make sure everyone's taken care of. If there's anything extra that we need to, or like, Hey, have you seen this person? Oh, I saw them in my class. Okay, cool. Or no, I haven't seen them. I'll check in on them. And I, and I think that stuff is important too. Like we generally care about our membership and just spending that time to catch up is also something. And really like as the membership continues to get larger, which obviously it is, mm -hmm. it's important that we always stay together on top of that mm -hmm. and that we keep track of everybody. And, and, you know, somebody could have be having a super off day, but then you get really worried about them. You bring that up and they're like, no, actually I talked to them. They're good. Yeah. Like yeah. I dealt with that. Or yeah. They're injured or whatever. Yeah. You know, I appreciate that our staff is so involved in everybody that comes through the door in their lives and what they're doing, you know, mm -hmm. how they are. Yeah. And like Sundays also serve time for us to like share ideas. Like, how did you teach this? Or how do you approach this? How do you scale this? But we also have those conversations throughout the day too. Like there was a workout this past week. I want to say it was on Monday and I watched a coach coach it and I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Like I'm going to do it this way in my class. And I had that conversation with Tomas. He's like, yeah, that's a great idea. So we kind of just made some adjustments and just like constantly having those conversations throughout the day um is enjoyable too like it's an ongoing thing again it's not like a nine to five where you can go home and not think about work like you think about work all the time and it's like well how could I do this differently if it comes up again so it's like a constant thing which is kind of cool sometimes it's not but for the most part <laughs> it's cool that you're like scrolling on Instagram and you get this idea for that and you share it with the other coaches or like it's just a totally different environment which is which is neat like one where we all push each other to be better yeah yeah and and that push is open right like we're all yep. open to that push which yep. I think is important you know um and I think that comes from like just the standards and the expectations being set that like if you're going to be a part of this team these are the type of people that we want to be a part of that team because you're leading everyone yep. you know and the, you know, and that it's, it's like a trickle down effect that like, if our, if our staff puts out that expectation and this is how they exemplify it, it brushes off on our members. Now, all of a sudden our members want to be better at the things that they're doing because they have this person in their lives that exemplifies these traits, you know, and this type of way that they operate. Um, 
something else we do on Sundays is sometimes we bring um, members in as like our test dummies. So we have like a controlled. I, th- I think that people really enjoy that. They do. They do. <laughs> um, so just, we like pick a movement, right? Yeah. And we use them in like a controlled environment so we can stop and have conversations. Like, and like you, tell people to fake things. Yeah, which you can't around. do in a class. Um, so that that is always nice. It's great for the coaches um, so we can see it in real time and like what it would actually be like in a class setting. But it's also great for the members because one, they get to see what actually happens. Like we don't just stand there and say, okay, give me 10 air squats. Like there's actually things going through our head. Um, <laughs> like it's not just like calling things out from a board. Um, and to the members also get a little extra coaching. So I know they appreciate that they get that as well, um, which is always nice for them to experience, but just to see how things get broken down and like, yeah, like you're legit not just saying five air squats and then moving on. Like, no, we're looking for things and this is how we look for it. And this is how it gets broken down. And this is how we walk around the room. Like there's a reason why we stand where we stand and why we position ourselves and move the way we do. So it's nice that they get to see that. And I know we have- And some, hear us talk it through. Yeah, like, and get and like get an understanding. And I think it brings about a different respect for like what we do. Um, and I know some of the teachers who come like appreciate that because like they like to learn how people, other people teach in their um, respective fields. So that's always because one of the most common things, as soon as we finish that like group breakout session like that, and we're like done for the day, the almost every single time the comment is, wow, like I didn't know there was that much to being a coach on the floor. Yeah. I had a conversation with somebody last week, I think, and she she said to me because we were talking about like group dynamics and stuff like that and she's like yeah you guys literally don't just stand there and tell us to do a movement I was like no and like how we manage a group is probably like 95 percent of like what's going on like it's so much more than what you see it for in terms of like face value like there's that's so much going on that's almost one of my favorite conversations to have with the interns when they're shadowing with me yeah that you can have somebody sit with you at 6 a.m. and watch the 6 a.m. class go on. And then they can sit with you at 4.30 and watch how the, or even just 4.30 to 5.30. Yeah. And my favorite conversation is like, how you approach a 6 a.m. class is going to be incredibly different how you approach a 4.30 class. You know, people are jacked up coming from work. They're all stressed out or they're full of energy and they just need to burn off energy. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be super easy to talk to. They may even control the conversation themselves. At 6 a.m., everyone is just like laying around. They don't want to do it, especially in the depths of winter. I was just going to say, how you approach 6 a.m. in January versus how you approach 6 a.m. in July. Like very different. Same people. Yeah. Sometimes I'd be coming in the winter when it was my turn to coach at 6 a.m. And I would just have to sit in the car for a second, just give myself a couple slaps across the face like I'm gonna have to work real hard for these people today and you know again too like it's not just simply walking up there and being like all right let's go 10 air squats like these people don't want to cooperate with you so you have to work so hard and what are you going to do to to spur that on right so different layers you know learn how to teach the movements. Now you need to see the movements and learn how to coach and correct and do all that stuff. And now we're going to talk about group management, following the the class plan, how you're going to get these people to have the, like the community effect, the camaraderie that comes in the class and what's going to happen at the end of the class. Like that list is 
pretty i would say it's pretty long right well and then you add the clock the music the like all the technical breaks, things yeah. the timeline the is everybody going to finish close to the same time because you scaled it properly like and what if you don't how are you going to manage that yeah like, like <laughs> somebody went for a run and they haven't come back yet <laughs> like and the class is done and now all of a sudden you got somebody who got hurt or they're having they're dizzy and yeah. you need to manage a medical situation while you're still trying to work with the class and somebody know. decides they want to buy protein from the last <laughs> class like there's there's a ton of stuff that goes on and it's yeah it's, it's and that's of, kind of how our internship is built out once people finish like the shadowing part and they start to step step on the floor it's like okay this day you're only going to work on this skill and then the next day it's like okay we're going to add this skill and like you just give it to them piece by piece which is I find we've had a lot of success with that yeah way that that's been going yeah small bites of the elephant we didn't even talk about like did I give each person enough correction it's like yeah there's a lot going on yeah which is a whole other thing in and of itself in the middle like are you talking to everybody are you fixing everybody are you giving each person enough corrections like there we have certain standards for that like yeah (laughs) it's funny when you like sit here and you kind of just like barf it all oh it seems very overwhelming but like once you're in the scenario, like once you're on the floor and you've put the time and reps in to get yourself ready to handle all of those layers, like it just becomes second nature, all of this stuff, like it's happening and like, it's so subconsciously dealt with that, yeah. you know, you're not even at times actively thinking about it. Cause you're just doing, cause it's yeah. muscle memory, you know? And by no means is it perfect every time, no, but, no, no, no. but your awareness is there. Like you can at least finish class and be like, oh shoot, I could have been better at this. And again, that's just what makes it exciting because there's always ways to continue to be better. And my, I, I really enjoy on Sundays, the conversations of like, I'm really struggling with this movement. Can we break this apart and like go through this? And I don't know how to, I'm struggling with maybe ideas on how to scale it. Or, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like the open, honest conversation between all of the staff that mm-hmm. like, Hey, I need help from the rest of you to help me be better with this thing. And so then we do that. We like, okay, let's go through the points of performance of it. Let's break it down. What are the intentions of like, why are we doing each of these breakdowns and building scaling options from there based on different types of clients you might see, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of how we've set it up. So like one week we'll do it where we just have a coach discussion and it's like, okay, what movement do we need to talk about? Or like, what have you been struggling with? And then the following month, we'll bring in people and practice a movement. And we just kind of go back and forth in, in terms of that, which is which is nice. Like, it's nice to have one of those easier laid back days where we can just have conversations, try things ourselves. And then the other days are more intense when we bring people in and and really get nitpicky on stuff. And it's it's not all practical either. Like, there is a theory element of getting better at your craft, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, we're often referring back to our, like our coaching manuals that we, the level one and the level two stuff, you're advancing your education through some of the other courses that are available, you know, like Mm -hmm. learning how to continue seeing correction or like seeing and correcting through your, through your eye, just like Mm -hmm. seeing what improper reps look like and learning how to correct that. Um, but then advancing your knowledge on different elements, you know, so whether you take a nutrition or masters or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like that those options are there and that we do push our staff to continue to 
you know, challenge themselves and get that experience and that knowledge so that they have it, you know, you can draw from that stuff. It's valuable no matter what. I've always said that, like, I've learned more from this stuff than I did my university education. Well, and I think the value outside of like what you actually learn is like not being complacent. Like it's easy to just be like, okay, I've done what I needed to do to become a coach and then just kind of sit idle for a while. And like you, I saw that when I went for my level two, I'm going to say 95% of people at my level two had level ones that were expiring. Like they had been coaching for five years and they needed to re, um, renew their certificate and it was like well there's a level two I might as well go to it and it's like what did you do for the last five years like did you just like because the level two is like where it's at in terms of coaching and like I had coached for maybe six months and I was like okay level two like I need to be better at coaching people so it's like we by doing these things by meeting on Sundays and doing evaluations and encouraging our staff to continue with their professional development it just takes away that okay for being complacent because that will emulate or like radiate into everything else that you do for sure right 100 that's how you will coach that's how your class will be like you know everything will just be stagnant Mm -hmm. and if you're not progressing your abilities what is to say that your client's abilities are progressing And at the end of the day, getting our clients results is the top priority. And that is a responsibility that is on you as a coach, you know, and if you don't push yourself to be in a position that can provide that opportunity for the clients, that's on you, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just so interesting, like how many gyms out there don't make stuff like this a requirement, not even necessarily a requirement, but like a part of their staff and what happens. Like, again, a complacency thing. Like, it's just, it's okay. And then I find like, if you sit in that complacency place, it's like, you move backwards. Like, you get okay with calling out five air squats and then just moving on to the next thing. Like, There's nothing like in the back of your head going, oh, those were empty reps. I should have corrected at least four people, right? Like it's, and like those things just don't come onto your radar at all. And it's just, yeah. And I think that comes back to like, how grounded are you in why you're doing what you're doing? Yeah. Like, are you coaching for a free membership? (laughs) Cause that happens. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that shows in doing that, walking up and down the floor and you're just here because Monday and Wednesdays are your day. Yeah. And that's something we're pretty clear with when we bring on new coaches is like, this is what we do. Like we meet every, like a Sunday a month, at least one Sunday a month, sometimes two. Um, And it's a requirement for you to be here. Like it's expected that you show up and that you participate in these things and we do evaluations and it's expected that you meet these standards. And yeah, I think setting those, setting those expectations, the way the internship goes and then getting to sit with us to discuss a class also sets the expectations for what a class is. Again, 
we're not just there reading the whiteboard and just going through the motions like getting to see that process actually happen and have that conversation so that you know it is a whole lot more than what it seems as an athlete yeah exactly See, like seems that's a keyword and that and that's that's really cool because that's again when we sit with our interns they're they usually look by like the third class they've watched and go whoa like there is a lot more than what I actually thought went on going on here and it's like yeah and we are just scratching the surface because all we're really watching is like how they're interacting with one another like did they talk to anybody I haven't even talked about music and this and that and if they've made enough corrections and circled around properly and all of this stuff like no they just haven't said hello to this person down here like that's a problem (laughs) like yeah it's just it's so bizarre and and some people might argue that the standards are high and our expectations are high but it's like no like if you think that then it's not the right job for you no yeah (laughs) your reasons for doing it you know you might be wanting to do it because you enjoy like helping people and stuff like that but like your ability or your potential to impact that person's life is so much greater Mm -hmm. when you work on yourself and at the end of the day are you okay shortchanging that client because of that because you're okay just being complacent in what it is that you're doing And I think if you take away, like, our community are like our close-knit friends, they're like family. If you take away that and you look at this as a business, like, we are in the service industry. So we have to have standards. We have to have expectations. We have to be continuing to set those bar, the bar high and to reach that and then set it even higher because it's the service industry. And a lot of people forget that that's actually what we're here and doing just because the way that we are with our, with our members, which is great. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's, it's great that that line can get very blurry because that's how we want it to feel. Like we want it to feel like a community and we're involved and we care, but when it comes down to it, it's a service. And like, you would expect the same no matter where you went, whether you have that community feel or not. That is a great point. But, but, no, but I, right? I love like, it. You know what I Absolutely, mean? Like I you do. have to look at it from the black and white business picture. Like you don't go to McDonald's down this street and you get a Big Mac that looks like this and you go to one in the next city and it looks different. No, they have standards. So our classes also have standards. Our coaching has standards. Everything does we just do a better job at making it feel like a family <laughs> than McDonald's might. But yeah. And that's what I mean. Like at the end of the day, like I want us to be able to put a high quality product on the floor and these expectations and these standards set the route to achieve that. Mm-hmm. Right. And if we can achieve that, we are then achieving our goal of creating impact on our clients and their families and their friends and the surrounding mm-hmm. community and all of that. Like that's our vision in order to get there. It requires this type of path, mm-hmm. you know, we're not just saying that we mean that and here's how our actions speak towards that vision Mm -hmm. that's i mean from again the black and white standpoint that's like the best i could you know what i mean the best Mm -hmm. you could put out there yeah i love that the type of intensity that goes into what we demand of our staff scares people because ultimately that's what it is you know like if you think that it's too much or whatever 
you're scared. You're scared to challenge yourself or you just don't actually want to, to have, like, that's when you boil it down, that's what it is. And arguably, I don't want that. I, I mean, I'm just going to blatantly say this, I, that type of person does not fit on my team, you know? Cause there's a good chance they'll be the complacent person yeah. and you won't keep up. Yeah. You won't keep up. Exactly. Yeah. We're just like, yeah, we run through a wall right now. <laughs> you could. <laughs> yeah, it's just super important. It's just super, super important. So I hope that, you know, our, our clients see it from their perspective, the amount of work. I mean, they don't directly see it, but like in terms of the service quality that they receive, that they, they value that you know, that it's, it's high on their list that, or to their own standards, you know, cause I would hope that our clients have standards, you know, mm-hmm. no matter what gym you're a part of or whatever, like, or any service that you use in any industry or whatever, mm-hmm. that you have standards on the type of customer service you expect. Mm-hmm. And I hope that we meet, meet as like the baseline, mm-hmm. but I, I genuinely hope we exceed that. Well, and I think that's why it's so important for people to go to other gyms, especially like if they're traveling and stuff, like go see what it's like for good and take the good and the bad. Like, did they do something that you really like that we don't do? Great. Tell us, like, we're open to feedback or like, do you take for granted what we do because the other gym didn't do it? Like, and let us know, because we love to hear that you enjoy a certain aspect of your class or whatever we do for you. Like that's important feedback as well. But I think you can, re- when you travel and you go to other places, you can really see. You have context. You can see the behind the scenes stuff pay off in terms of how the service is delivered. How you're treated. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, for any reference, you can go back to our episode a couple of weeks ago about, you know, where we talked about traveling and specifically yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just a little um, peek, maybe a little bit deeper. Um, I know that we, we, we've covered yeah. sort of like what the internship looks like and, you know, some of the expectations on like how to be a coach, all of those things. But like, maybe this feels like a little bit deeper look into, you know, some of the things that our staff are actively doing. And I think it's important that, we show that every once in a while that, you know, our, our clients get to be involved in that and understand it or learn to understand it a little bit more, or just be made more aware of it. Well, I also think it speaks volumes too, because somebody said to me, it's like, like, why do you have a staff meeting on a Sunday? Like, is that really what you want to be doing? And it's like, well, one, it's the only time where we're all together. <laughs> we can only all get together at a certain time of day. And two, it's like, it doesn't feel like much because one, we're talking about things we enjoy Two, we're with people we enjoy being with. Like oftentimes there's coffee, like it's just, it, just it feels doesn't like feel like out. work. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's a good conversation. Again, we talk about people we care about. We're talking about things we care about and it just, it's not a, again, when you enjoy it, it's not a big deal. Do you have a listener question? I mean, my old, I feel like this is not my job. <laughs> my most obvious listener question is like, 
tell us about your customer experience, like your customer service experience. Like, has it exceeded your expectations? And I think that would be an interesting, um, from two perspectives, the people who have been here for a long time and have seen, you know, how we've gone about improving that year after year, freaking day, oh, sorry, sorry, day after day, right? And then also from like the new people who are just walking in and maybe didn't have expectations and now these become their expectations, you know? I mean, by all means, if we're not meeting your, like, you better tell me. Because <laughs> I will change that like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I would just encourage people when we do post about Sundays and meeting some able bodies to help us out, like, jump on that opportunity. Like, you don't know what's going to happen, sure. And it could be scary, but. Like, it's not about you. It's about the coaches. Yeah, 100%. So just come. Like, we... We just need you to move. We don't even want you to open your mouth. We just need you to stand <laughs> still. Like, that's all. Like, and just do what you're told. It's really all it's about. Hold a PVC for some extended period of time. Yeah, and that's you about might it. get a little bit better. There might be some laughs. Yeah. You'll like, have some you coffee. No, there's usually always coffee. Like, take advantage of that opportunity so you can get a glimpse of, like, what actually happens. Yeah. All right. Episode 80 um a peek behind the scenes I forget what I what I was calling this that's two weeks in a row you've forgotten yeah well I get so like into the conversation I need to like write it down before we start next week I'll write it down (laughs) um as always you know how to send us your listener question your answers to our listener questions follow our socials Facebook Instagram Twitter and then as well make sure that you join our free Facebook group health fitness mindset nutrition in Yorkton where we post like all kinds of daily content useful tools tips stuff that can help you on your own journey Thanks for listening. Episode 80.